Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of <laughs> The Week in Crime and Policing with Mayo and Meso. My name is Mark DeMayo. This is my co-host, Angel Masonette. We are both What's retired up? NYPD detectives. Turns out we were both in the same. You were in uh, the midnight class, right? Yep. Yep. Why do I hear um, feedback? Uh, hold on a second. Yeah, Angel's having some technical difficulties today. Yeah, I'm all screwed up. In the meantime, I'll say hello to the people in the chat. Kathy Bates was the first one here today. So, uh, hello, Kathy Bates. Hey from Springfield. Springfield, Massachusetts. Little Mermaid, Louisa, hi. She says hello, everyone. Alicia B., Says hello to Kathy Bates and Louisa. <laughs> so uh, Angel's fartsing around over there. Sorry, guys. So, uh, yeah, man. Technical difficulties pop up from time to time. You look aye. good. I don't hear the feedback anymore. All right, I'm going to move. Where are you going? I'm going to move. I'm going to go to a better lit area. It wasn't that bad. Let's see. All right, we're getting a chance to see uh, Angel's humble abode <laughs> up there in God's country. All right, how's this? Yeah, it looks good. All right, good. Sorry, guys. Uh, it's all right, man. What are you going to do, man? That's life in the big city. So, yes, sir. Did you do any TV spots this week? No, did not. How, how does that come? Like, Because um, I would imagine I was thinking about you. I would imagine that, you know, they want to get uh, their experts on as soon as possible. Yeah. So you don't really have, I, I guess you get the one sh one call, are you available today? And for the last one, you had to actually drive down to the city for that one because you were in studio, right? They sent me a car. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, nice. Nice getting, it wasn't nice getting picked up at 3.15 in the morning, but it was, it was, it was nice having a car. Oh, is that it? What what because yeah, you know, they always want you there so freaking early. What time did yeah. you actually go on? Eight? Uh no, no, no. I went on at five, like five ten. Oh, that's not bad. So they picked me up at three fifteen. I got to the studio by like uh four twenty, and then at five ten I was live. Are they going through with you what <laughs> are they going through you? <laughs> are they going <laughs> are they going uh over notes with you and uh, making sure what you're gonna say? Nope. They give me a set of questions when they uh, email me, you know, to confirm mm -hmm. my appearance. And then I give them a couple of bullet points about what uh, my thoughts are. And then nine times out of 10, they completely ask me completely different questions that have nothing to do with what they originally were going to talk to me about. So I got to wing it. And, um, you know, most of the time spent there is them micing you up and then they talk to you, they get you prepped. And mm -hmm. then my stomach starts hurting and I'm, I'm hoping I don't have to take a shit, and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, you know it's it's a funny thing about performing when um when you when I'm actually driving to the gig to my gigs, I could actually I know what it's like going to the chair, right? Like the electric chair because your body it really it really starts breaking down. I'm I either um uh, my heartburn starts acting up, so I'm burping, I'm yep. yawning, I have to go poop, um, a tears coming out of my eye. And it's all, it's all because of uh, you know your body's reaction to um, stress. This, yeah, the the stress that it's it feels like it's going to endure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's really somebody once told me it just means you care, but sometimes I wish I could care a little less. I've always had I've always had a nervous stomach since I was a kid. One time we were on the B train going to Brooklyn to mm -hmm. see my sister's my sister's boyfriend, and I had an upset stomach. So ever since then, I get like anxious and I get mm -hmm. like an upset stomach when I'm about to like do something crucial in my life. So I got like acting, PTSD. You know, acting doesn't bother me. Acting really? doesn't really make me nervous because I'm. Okay. I guess like it's my my main my brain is like you know I'm I'm playing somebody else, but it's right. when I'm getting judged upon me, like with my stand up. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, okay. Different story. You know, I wrote it. I created everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So if you didn't like it, you know, you, there's a good chance. You know, it's it's on me. So that's right. what that's what makes me nervous. And I, you know, I've been doing it for 25 years. So you'd figure there'd be um, 
you know, it would it would wane at some point. It would lessen, but it doesn't. It, it right. it's not as it's not. I'm sorry, I burped. Remember that? They're back. <laughs> Peter Pranzo says, "Hey, Mark and Angel, all the uh, police off the cuff chat fans. Tom Cusinelli, I have to write new material every week. Yeah, listen, I try to write. Uh, my goal is three jokes a day. Then you know, it doesn't matter whether they're good. I mean, I try to make them good jokes, but just three stupid things a day. You know, it was funny, like." If we were going to do a warrant or kick a door down and get a homicide perp, I mean, mm -hmm. I was always good to go. It never, it never affected me. But when I have time to think mm -hmm. and have time to prep, that's when I get like a little like anxious, you know. But when like the bell rings as cops, like mm -hmm. you know, you're going into a job or you're gonna go lock somebody up or you know, you might get into a shooting. It's like it was nothing. It was nothing. Yeah, that's a different type of fear. And you know, mm -hmm. I remember when I was a rookie, I was in the Queens Task Force and I was in a van. And you could literally hear over the radio. We were en route, lights and sirens somewhere, like three vans full of us break yeah. up some type of melee or some type of public unrest. And you could hear over the radio the screaming and all this sh stuff that was going on in the street. And I'm looking to my right, and there's one guy. He's uh, he's reading a book or something. The, the next guy's uh, with his eyes closed, taking a nap. Uh, the guy behind me is like, talking to his wife or something like it's just nobody seemed phased by it at all and i'm this rookie i'm like aren't you guys freaking nervous <laughs> can't you hear what's going on in the radio and nobody nobody gave a shit we'll be with it nope. when we get there exactly yeah nope. Nope. it's an interesting thing about uh it police is. work police work didn't make me nervous um no not at all i posted really. on my twitter i posted on my twitter like last week I was never worried about getting killed in the line of duty. I was always worried about letting somebody down, like <clears throat> not getting there fast enough. <clears throat> Excuse me, not, uh, you know, being able to give CPR, not being able to save the person's life, not being able to catch the perp. But I never really thought about dying. I mean, I, I used to worry about my, you know, about protecting my fellow cops, but mm -hmm. I was never really concerned about dying. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Like you said, to me, I like that action. I like that fun. Speaking of dying, um, oh, these, two, these two guys didn't make it. Two men oh. found killed by a train Wednesday were French graffiti artists. And um, these guys came all the way from France. They were, they were here hanging out. Um, and uh, they went into the tunnel. Let me see. I got it written down here. Uh they were identified as Julien Blanc, Julian Blanc, 34 years old, and Pierre Anderbert, 28 years old. Uh, both of them had two dreams, and one of them was to visit New York City, and the other one was uh, to write graffiti on a subway train. And uh, they were found at 6.50 in the morning on the northbound side of the number three train. And uh, but they didn't die at that time. They died earlier. So they were out. They made their way in the tunnel. I don't know whether they had a chaperone, but it sounds like didn't. sounds like they didn't. Yeah. There's, uh, those tunnels, even though I've never been in them like that deep. Um, I, I, and I have heard there's not really much many places to go like you. So there's. <clears throat> In the in the innards, right in the guts of the subway system, there's actually a lot of places to go. But when you're actually on the tracks, no, there's no, there's really nowhere to go. I've chased several perps onto the tracks uh, with guns, and um, I remember always thinking of my, you know, as I'm yelling into the radio that didn't work in the hole, uh, you know, cut the line, cut the, you know, cut the power, cut the power, and I'd run in, and there was, and I'm a big boy, and I was probably bigger back then, and. There's not much maneuverability in there. There's not much space. So um, that's, it sucks. It's a tragedy, you know. It's an avoidable tra tra that, tragedy. That, um, that, that hole in the wall where you can dip in. Yeah, no, pull. my big ass wasn't fitting in. <laughs> no but they're, not, they, they, they're far and few in between, especially that's when you're right. nervous and you're running. To find that, to, to, to run, if a train's right behind you, you got to run and then jump into that spot. Oh, yeah. This is them hanging out. Um. You know, their, their age is, is interesting, too, because, you know, one's 34, the other one's 28. You know, 
like I, I don't want to kick people's habits. You know what I'm saying? Or the stuff they do for fun. Uh, maybe this is the, maybe they're making money at it. But um, like I remember kids, we used to break dance when I was a kid. We used to write graffiti. That was the advent. That was the start of it all here in New York City. And, um, you know, some people are still break dancing. Yeah. <laughs> 50 years, 50 plus it's years true. old. It's you true. know? Look well, at Crazy Legs. Crazy Legs, even though he gets oh, banned, man. he's yeah. got a couple he of sexual. Boy. Yeah, he's got a, a couple of problems with the law. But uh, what, what, before that, he was showing up at events. You know, I'm sure it's not he can't. It's uh, probably can't do what he used to do. But um, it's big in Europe. Huge. It's huge. Oh yeah, of course, of course, big global. Yeah. They're supposed to. They're supposed to bring it to the Olympics. This is one of the pieces, uh, I guess, back home. The graffiti art of this is Julian Blank. I guess maybe both of them. And uh, that's a pretty the the character with the eyes. That's one of their their uh, signature pieces. The the chicken with the um, mm. the big eyes. Uh, yeah, man. So if you're visiting from abroad and you want to come down and write graffiti on our trains, stay out of the subway. Uh, you get a chaperone or two. And now, now they wanted to do a graffiti wall. They weren't going to actually tag up on the trains, right? Because the trains are now like, what are they? Stainless steel? Like you can't, you can't graffiti them. They wanted to do like a wall in one of the subway tunnels. That's I don't know if that's do. true. What you're saying, because in the article that I read, it says that the trains are being written on uh, the graffiti is popular again, and people are riding on the subways again. Inside, so. I think inside though, inside uh -huh. the trains, not on the outside. I don't think they can do it on the outside. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, yeah. If somebody's out there, a fact checker, can you look that up, please, and get back to us immediately? Thank you very much. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Speaking has... of fact checkers, <laughs> speaking of fact checkers, my Instagram. There's like 17 fake accounts. I saw my, that. My what the pictures. hell happened to you? Well, my pictures. I guess like people tell me that means that I made it. Like imitation is the the, the highest form of flattery, whatever the case may be. And I report them, and so do my followers. And Instagram's like. No, they're not doing anything wrong. They're using pictures of me, pictures of me and my kid, pictures of me on the job, pictures of me and my wife. They're putting it all over, and they're creating these fake accounts, like sugar daddy accounts. And then, and then I send it to the Meta Universe, and they don't do anything about it. It's crazy. I think you know, I can't help uh, mm. wonder. Instagram is pretty evil. Like they're really yeah. at its, at its oh, core. Lord. At its core, social media is. It's uh, part of the metaverse, and. Um, yeah. And I, I would imagine that, the, you know, prior to, you know, once you give your complaint, they're going to look at it and they're going to, um, you know, to Thumbs see down. what we're, yeah. And they're like, uh, we're not helping this a, guy. That guy's, that guy's a conservative. Fuck You're lucky. Oh. We're lucky. But <laughs> there is hope on the horizon mm -hmm. because guess what? Elon Musk to buy Twitter. Yeah, baby. For $44 billion. Can you believe that? He went that? up a billion. Yeah, it went up a billion. It was forty three. I guess they were playing hardball and they made him throw in an extra bit. What is he worth? Like three hundred billion or something like that. So this is like this is like the the money we used to carry in our ashtrays back in the day. Uh -huh. people, are not, people are not taking it well. <laughs> That's because they're, they're triggered, man. They're losing their minds Watch because this. he's gonna let Trump back on Twitter. He's gonna it's gonna go crazy. Look, look, look. Hey, Terry, Terry, here's yours. Here's yours. Uh, you were murdered. Okay, you obviously weren't murdered because you're lost and you're basically intact. You weren't murdered, buddy. You weren't murdered, buddy. Terry, 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 here's Orton. Elon Musk bought Twitter. You were murdered. <laughs> They're all going to lose their minds because he's going to turn. Let me tell you something. Twitter is going to become like phenomenal with this guy. I well, it's gonna be a, a, I think I, I don't love know. It. I don't know what happens between going private it. and going um not uh public, but um he's I guess it'll be private initially. But what happens is you can't, you know, if he just lets the thing run by itself and and, no, and no, everybody, exactly. no, but I'm saying let people um, express themselves freely without without blocking right. them. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? And their and their uh, opinion, regardless of how stupid it is, if it's not harming anybody. <laughs> Uh, no more censorship. That's what people are worrying about. Well, this is I think it's going to be more like so he's going to because there is no censorship if you're extreme left or you're crazy progressive or extreme liberal. Yeah, no kidding. Right. No kidding. So yeah. so I think the thing is going to be like so they're still going to have to like 
try to regulate the violence because you could go on Twitter and you could find a, a video of somebody being beheaded, right? Uh-huh. So th- th- you're going to have to regulate the violent part of it. And then the other part is going to be, okay, it's not going to be just free speech just for the left or for the right, for that matter. It's going to be free speech for everybody, right? Yeah. So let's go. Let's have at it. I mean, yeah. I just hope my Tesla stock goes up because I have a lot of stock in te- a lot of stock in Tesla. So I hope it goes up. You know, you, it's funny that you mentioned that because I saw um, a tweet and I just wanted to give the guy credit. Hopefully he's still here. Um, man, where was it? Um, oh, uh, Jimmy Fallio, a freak, uh, a past, past guest on the show here. From No. Yeah, yeah, he was a guest. He's on Fox News. He said Elon Musk is buying Twitter and everybody's freaking out. Everyone freaking out drives a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> There's never been a more dumber time to let be alive. So, isn't that ironic that um, people yeah. that the people that are freaking out are the ones that own these Teslas, these electric cars, right? The EVs, Florida. yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, Raquel, Raquel Pranzo is joining us. Hi, Raquel. I heard Trump said he's not going back on Twitter. I hope he changes his mind. He's already uh, on there. He's on El Trumpo. Is like his uh, his new account. Oh yeah, I think yeah, he'll yeah, be back like some... on. I think he'll be back on uh, as soon as. Um, <laughs> Elon Musk gives him the green light. I think he'll be back on. Why not? It's it's just social media. You you know, just think about this. You know, we went through a time where the the president of the United States was not allowed to be on the on the social platform because some jerk yeah, but, from Silicon Valley said he couldn't be on. What what kind yeah, but, of shit is that? What? But Vladimir Putin is allowed to have. If 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 Osama bin Laden was alive today, I'm sure he'd have a Twitter handle. Yeah, um, they let ISIS yeah, have that's... Twitter. I mean, you know, it, it's 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 stupid. These people are they're out of their minds. This is well, uh... I mean, this is gonna be a big. It, it this is big. It's huge. I'm, listen, I do my thing on Twitter. That's my my biggest platform. That's why I have most of my followers. So I'm happy. <laughs> I'm here for it. I, I love to see it. I know you got like twenty eight thousand. I'm not a big Twitter guy. Yeah, I um... see my. My my porn account, my porn account has like one hundred and fifty thousand followers. It's great. Oh yeah, what's that? You're um, <laughs> men, men from all over the world, right? <laughs> Strapping young men from all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> they love they love the big reeking. One fifty k, baby. <laughs> they love the big reeking. Uh, uh, on your OnlyFans, how many people? How many? <laughs> what is it? The the ratio between men and women on your OnlyFans. <laughs> Change the subject. All right. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, here, here's another story. What do we got here for you? So I'm pretty happy, stoked about that Elon Musk acquisition. If anything, it's so just because it pisses uh, pisses a lot of people off. off. Yeah, the big mouths. NYPD cops suspended for shooting at his girlfriend's husband. <laughs> this cop was off duty. Is uh, I'll just go by Kevin, 49 years old. He was driving through Brownsville for some reason off duty. And uh, that's never a good idea. Hey. <laughs> and uh, he noticed he was being followed by his girlfriend's husband. What? I would imagine it. How yeah. dare he? How dare yeah, he follow man. his wife's boyfriend? <laughs> I don't understand how, you know, it's two men dealing with each other. I understand the women fighting, but two guys should be able to just like, if you just pull over and square this out, you don't need fire. Hey, listen, what, what days do you want to? I'll take her off your hands. Um, we're cutting the tax. You know, you got listen. If you're gonna do this, you gotta will be willing to you know take take half of the text messages right, I receive. Exactly. Don't wear my slippers when you come over. No, I don't even care. Listen, I'll buy you slippers. Just do half the work. You want half the woman? Get get in line. Get it. Do half the work. Don't just come over here, eat my food, oh, yeah. and then uh, and then leave me with everything. You know, help it's, me fix it's, it. it's 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 an easy, it's easy. It's an easy decision, right? Take her. Like, you know, if, if she's uh, already like, I don't know, it's crazy. Wasn't there another story this week that was crazy with, uh, oh, well, that was last week. Oh, yeah. that was, yeah, the lady that got killed. In the lady Hills. in Queens, yeah, with, oh, the, with, with that guy, yeah. Yeah, Oof, these these the love triangles, man. You yeah, know, supposedly, listen. supposedly she was like some kind of sex. I mean, God rest her soul. I don't want to defame her while she's, you know, gone. But there was a lot of crazy stories about what she was into and. How she yeah. ended up getting hooked up with this dude, and when her husband used to travel, just scary stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I heard was there mm. were several text messages on the day of to like you know four or five different other 
other Dudes. gentlemen. And um, yeah, I mean, listen, you know, you got uh, your husband's away with your kid in college. You got another a 13 year old sleeping upstairs and it doesn't look good when you're at a bar. Just you just had to stop off for one before you went home. Right. But, you know, I, I'd be lying if I haven't told you, you know, anybody would. If you take if you if you go up, you take a bird's eye view. Uh, you know, we he, he without sin cast the first stone. You know what I'm saying? We've all been there. Yes, sir. So may she rest in peace. And this this guy, this animal, uh, 70 times, stabbing her 70 times. I don't know. He must. Ooh. He was in a rage, man. He was in. I have a feeling like yeah, every time he was fixing something, he was probably looking around the house thinking about how he's going to move in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and how this place is going to be all mine. And then she's cutting him off. You know what Crazy. I'm saying? He's a guy yeah. who's probably uh, he's already spending the money before he got it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, this thing about the like, um, you can't be shooting it. I, 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 it's annoying if the guy's following you. I get it. Hi, Milwaukee civilian, and thank you so much for your 1999 super chat. Something's wrong with my comments tonight. I just wanted to support the show. Thank you. We really, really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank Very you, kind thank of you. you. Yeah, you can't be shooting at other cars. Um, you know, it's a tough situation, no man. You know, because. Yeah, this is, you know, what do you do? You know, what do you do? I mean, listen, if the guy's following you, you drive to the precinct and report him. Like yeah, yeah, I guess, would do, right? I guess, I mean, yeah, yeah. But now, you now can't, this you is, can't just take the law into your own hands. But you know how the job gets. Shots. The job gets annoyed when you get him involved, and they're gonna, well, oh, this is domestic violence, and you're you're having you an affair. Was there a case ever involved? Where did what you meet? You met her at a bar, or you, was there a case involved? What do you think is worse? The situation he's in now or the situation he would have been if he would have drove to the precinct and called IB or, or told the desk officer that someone was following? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But you're not thinking clearly at that time. You know, you just you have to. to. You have to. That whatever he did though, that was wrong. That was don't don't exactly don't And then, you know, yeah. they found the round. They found the round. The guy had his license plate. He knew the license plate by heart. <laughs> And, you know, just following somebody around is so annoying. I don't know if you've ever been followed around, but it's really annoying, you know, to know that um, that this this guy's behind you. They're not doing anything. You pull over. They pull over. It's like, are you going to do something? Get out. Let's, you know, let's take care of this. Like, man. Yeah. But instead, they just want to follow you around. How dare he? Mercy, right? yeah. her, her, her husband. How he follow her <laughs> he just, you know what he should have done? He should have circled <laughs> back to that girl's house, pick her up, tell her to come out. <laughs> Your boyfriend's looking for you, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to buy you guys dinner. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Raise Pete follows me all the time. Can't get rid of him. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. You guys oh, have yeah, a, yeah. a beautiful relationship. Uh, everybody, them. everybody should They're be as lucky as you guys, man. They're Unfortunately, it's couple. not that easy. Big supporters, both of them, love them. And uh, I was a little mm. embarrassed for you the other day. Oh, um, Angel, what the hell was this man. ugly scene Listen, at Yankee Stadium? As classless, classless Yankee fans throw stuff at Guardians, which, by the way, is the dumbest freaking name for a team the I ever. Indians. I can't. Can we call I can't even Indians? sing. I can't say Guardians. Let's just call them the Indians. It's okay. They're so stupid. So, so stupid. I mean, you know, you're talking about a collective group of people sitting down. That's the best you could come up with. <laughs> the I Guardians. Mean, the Guardians, man. Uh, they should have just called them Guardians of the Gla Ga Galaxy, for that matter. <laughs> Groot. I am Groot. Yeah, oh, Groot. Yeah, Groot would have worked. <laughs> but they won that game, too, which was annoying. So, listen. All right. <clears throat> First of all, those were the bleacher creatures, right? Some of them bleacher oh. creatures. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously, let's not fall into the uh, the habit of painting every demographic with the same broad brush because of the very few that act like animals or savages. Those people do not represent the New York Yankee class fan base. That is individuals like me who I'm a fan and I worked at the stadium, which I would have loved to have been there when this happened because I would have been able to smack somebody around. But um, it was class. I mean, it was horrible. You don't do that. You don't do that. Win or lose, you don't do that. Something must have happened between an exchange. Sometimes the outfielders never pay attention to you, and sometimes they they do. Sometimes you what clown. happened? What happened was so a couple of uh, uh, innings earlier, uh, their left fielder, I forget his name, is an Asian kid.
He's a really good ball player. He slammed into the um, into the left field wall. You talking about running Yankees? Down a ball. No, uh, the Cleveland uh, the Cleveland Indian left fielder, the Guardian left fielder. He mm-hmm. slammed into the wall trying to track down a ball, and he missed it. So when he hit the wall bad, uh, he ended up getting taken out of the game. But the guys in that part of the stadium were screaming at him and saying stupid shit. So mm-hmm. one of the Cleveland Indian, the the uh, center fielder, jumped onto the fence to the ledge mm-hmm. and was talking shit to the fans. There you go. So I didn't know it that. Extended, yeah, it extended over to, to right field. And then they took over, and it got it got really shitty after that. So. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pretend like the, the, there's no uh, audience behind you, there's no fans behind you, because once you, you engage him, maybe before the show, if you're doing the tossing around, you're tossing balls in and out of the the bleachers to the fans and stuff like that. But once the game starts, you gotta stop focusing on them. Yeah, it's uh, yep. Jamie Pimpentel. Speaking of the love triangle, I feel like I'm stuck in one. Uh oh. Me, oh. him, and you. Us yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm scared to ask what, what's going on there. <laughs> it's the three of us. Uh, Milwaukee, Super. my comments work on the phone, but not computer. Very confused. Ah, you see, my glitch, my glitches that I was having at home extended into the, like, the universe, and it extended towards the whole Uh-huh. Who knows? If you use the same exact thing every day, you figured it would just work automatically. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Milwaukee civilian says Yankee fans make Philadelphia fans look civilized. Uh, (laughs) That day day they did. Philadelphia, they're savages. Veteran Stadium used to have a courtroom and a jail down in the bowels of the stadium because of those football fans. They're disgusting. Ryan Investigative Group gave us a $5 super chat. Thank you so much, Bill. Mark says, congratulations on the anniversary of your recording your album. Uh, Bill reached out to me and he said he got um, a reminder that on this day last year, I was recording my uh, album, which is still available, by the way, on all places you can stream. And it's called Bangers. And, um, you know, it was it was a really it's hard to remember. I was talking to this about somebody the other day. Time seems to like have been lost uh, during this pandemic. I, you know, some stuff you, you remember, oh, that was pre-pandemic. Anything that happened right. during the pandemic, it's hard to remember. Was that last week or was that last <laughs> month? This whole thing has just been a cloud um, for me. And uh, I don't know about, uh, I've heard from other people who agree with me too. It's just a weird, weird time to try to keep track of time. Yeah, it's true. It was like that after September 11th, too. I felt like the world, like, started again after September 11th. Like, it was like some sort of reset, you know? Uh, Jamie Pimentel says, "Angel, amen, Angel, and I am a Mets fan. I'm a Mets fan, too. And I was thinking about this the other day. I I would never wear my my Mets jersey, too, if I was going to a game in Philadelphia. And then I was like, well, what would I wear? You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just, I guess it's just a regular shirt. No, but I'm not wearing. I want to. I want to go to Fenway, and I want to go with Yankee. I want to paint my head like a baseball with a big NY in the middle. Mm-hmm. I want to wear all my Yankee gear. I want to go up there ready for the smoke. I want to go to Fenway ready for the smoke. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just not. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I don't like. I don't You're smarter. Like... You're smarter than me. <laughs> it's not something that you know. I don't want to like get into a fight over like something stupid like that with somebody. And have a very short baby. short fuse. Mm. What else do we got here? Uh, unvaccinated NYPD officers get final dismissal notices. 4,000. Uh, 4,000 members of the service, but that includes civilians as well, obviously. A lot of civilians, right? Yep. Yep. Um, I, we spoke about it last week. Uh, two hours after the subway shooting. Uh, there was 179 of them that their appeal was denied. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, <clears throat> the guy, so speaking of Eric Adams, I mean, he continues to just fail, I think, every chance he gets to change something. Talking about, you know, he refers to, to himself in a third party, which mm-hmm. I fucking which I hate. But he's he's worried about, he wants to break the box when it comes to green green spaces in new york city he wants to put greenhouses on top of the housing projects but these people don't even have heat and hot water he's crazy i don't i don't get it well he did do something good 
And I got it over here. Where is it? Um, New York City reviving and expanding gifted and talented programs for students. My kids, both adults right now, were beneficiaries of the wonderful New York City public school system. And now, most people would laugh if I said that, but there are a lot of great schools. There are, oh, a, lot of, there are a lot of horrible ones, but if you have um, a gift or a talent and you do well in school and you study and you pay attention, you could be in the Da Vinci program at Cardoza, which my son was. Hmm. Um, you know, he went to private school uh, for middle school, but then he we went with public school uh, for high school, and that turned out to be a wonderful situation. Um, he wound up scoring pretty good on his SATs. He went to college, graduated, all, all that's history. But Cardoza is one of the best schools in Queens, if not the best, and they have this program there uh, for for kids who study, kids who apply themselves, kids who... And then my daughter went to Frank Sinatra, which is a performance arts high school in Astoria, Queens, the famed school East, and she had the time of her life in that school. Four years of... Uh, she was in the dance program. and. Um, you know, there's this theory or um, what is this? some city controller, this was uh, Brad Lander, some idiot Lander, said, yeah. yeah, it would lead to um, segregation, which is the biggest crock of shit in the world. OK, well, my daughter went to Frank Sinatra and uh, it's it was very, very diversified. I mean, you know, you name it. It's exactly what you want in a school in New York City and anywhere. Where it was beautiful. It was a beautiful, beautiful place to, to go to school. And um, the fact that, you know, you're talking about segregating kids, that's not true at all. Now, when it comes to scholastics, Bronx Science, Brooklyn Tech, um, you know, it's uh, I don't know how many people are uh, of, let's say, uh, you, you can't even break it down, because if you say brown people, you can't include Indian people and Asian <clears throat> yeah, people. Right. Well, is, Asians are not they're a the minority. They're, they're the not in a minority when it comes to even though they are a minority, they don't want to be. They can't include them in minority because, because, it, because it, it doesn't up benefit the, them. It doesn't excuse benefit the um, excuse their the argument. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. To say that, you know, so now you're saying, well, minorities, but you got to include this, <laughs> the small ones. Only, no only Puerto Ricans. <laughs> only Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, and black. That's it. Everybody yeah. else is all right. And it's funny because my son used to, when he was in Cardoz and he was in the Da Vinci program, most, uh, most of his classes were uh, these uh, honor classes, right? And then he'd have to go to gym, which was like general population. And then... <laughs> And then he used to tell me, you know, because he went to middle school, he went uh, he went to a private school. And he used to tell me, you know, Jim was the only time where he was exposed to the idi idiocy of some other kids. And he go and then he would come in and he goes, yeah, you know, some of these kids, they talk back to the teacher. Like the teacher tells them to do something and they yell back at him. And I'm like, don't, don't be like that. Oh, no, no, I won't do that, Daddy. I'm not doing that. But isn't that interesting that like it's. <laughs> So I graduated high school when I was 16 years old. Uh -huh. I got skipped. I didn't go to eighth grade. I went straight from seventh to ninth grade. Oh, wait, wait a minute. By graduating, do you mean drop out? Is that what you're no, saying? No, 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 no. I graduated, my friend. Uh -huh. I graduated. Um, and uh, I used to be really, really smart. So um, I did well. I graduated when I was 16 years old. I was going to go to Fieldston, uh, Fieldston Prep uh, Academy when I, when I left elementary school in Riverdale. Um, I missed the cutoff by like two points. To go to Fieldston, they were offering scholarship for four people in my in my uh, grade, and I was number five, so I didn't get the scholarship. But I mean, you know, just because what what bugs me is that <clears throat> these people want to make these rules like they they want to legalize they're legalizing weed because they say it's for social justice, right? Social inequities. They feel like because we're minorities, we're predisposed to smoking weed, but mm -hmm. they'll put the argument that we can't be smart enough to go to these you know, gifted programs. So, they, I mean, they're, they're, they're oxymorons, all of them. Make me sick. Uh, say hello to Michalina Serino. Hello, Michalina. And um, uh, Milwaukee Civilian says PE was general population at high, in my high school, too. <laughs> Trying to see if there's anybody else. Lorna McKenzie has joined us now as well. 
<clears throat> is Little Mermaid out there? Yeah, Louisa's here. Say hi, Louisa. She said, I could have graduated early, but I love school, so I decided to go to my senior year. Yeah, why not? To me, that's the dumbest freaking thing anybody could do. Everything is kind of broken up. Um, when I when I talk to kids and they're like, oh, I'm on an accelerated thing and uh, I'm graduating at, like at 16. I'm like, all right, and what are you going to do then? I'm going to go to college. I said, so you're going to be a 16-year-old in college. You know how many times you're going to get laid? Zero. Now's your time. <laughs> this is when you grow. This is where you're the people you're supposed to be with. You're Listen, right. Priorities. What is no, the freaking rush? Priorities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're well, so smart, I got skipped in middle school. It wasn't high school. So I well, if you're so it. smart, you be really smart and 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 be able to you know look at school as something like there's no rush. Why are you shitting no on what I? Why are you shitting on I'm my not accomplishments? Saying, not, not, not your accomplishment. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, yeah. I graduated when I was 16. You're shitting on my accomplishments. It, maybe they just wanted because to get rid of you, bro. That's what they should do. All the troublemakers just graduate him early. Yeah, yeah. He's brilliant. <laughs> Send him off to college. They, they put me with. They they let me graduate early because I was bigger than everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they I said the, uh, they looked. Kid. They took one look at you. They said, that kid's twenty years old anyway. He said, a... "Daddy, that's Daddy Almonte." <laughs> he, he's scaring. <laughs> he's scaring all the other boys in the shower room. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's got a grown a full beard in the in the, in the in the seventh grade. I can't even go sixth full grade. Beard now and I'm fifty. I'm fifty one years old. Let's see what uh, else. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm gonna switch my headphones because these these are dying. So I'm gonna go to a wired. So give me a second, all right? All right, go ahead and I'll uh, figure out what the next story is gonna be. Oh, this one's funny. Uh, this one's for you, actually. Uh, do we do this one already? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, let's see who's in the chat. You're making a lot of noise. Oh, there he goes. I'm back. Oh, Lorena McKenzie says uh, she's been here from the start. Was she? Was she the first one? Did I say how to? I got to go all the way back to the top for that. Maybe you were. I'm sorry. Hi, Maui Swift. Get it together. Okay, this one's for you. I thought about you when I saw this. Bears Byron Pringle arrested, accused of doing donuts in a Hellcat <laughs> with a young child in the back seat. My man. In case you don't know who uh, Byron Pringle is, he plays for the Bears. Um, it was his first season. He was, on another team. he was on another team before. Uh, he was arrested at 6.15 p.m. on Saturday for reckless driving. Uh, and also he had a suspended license. Horrible. This is the Hellcat. What do you think of that? You like that color? It's not a wide body though, so it's, I mean it's nice, but you know it's all right. Mine is. When nice. you say what you talking about the back? When you say wide body? No, the, no, the, the fender. The, the fenders have flared. They flared out. Oh, so you mean the the plastic piece that they put on there? It's not no. a plastic piece. It's part of the body. <laughs> don't 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 go there because your little Hyundai can't go over eighty five. Hey, hour. listen. You know what? Going over eighty five now. The only thing that's it's gonna overrated. Summons right now. <laughs> Where is anybody driving fast? So, so it looks pretty cool. I like the car. My white my white car is better. Yeah, I know it's better. Of course, it's better, but. This guy's doing donuts with a kid in the car. I got now, up to I got up to 140 the other day on the highway. Yeah, yeah. You know, now that you mention it, there was a kid. He got up to uh, I think 151. I'm trying to think. He was in California. He killed six people. Oh no! Well, I mean, but yeah, I mean, shit. No, yeah. I was up to 140, but it was only for like a split second. And, I was and that was the second time. The first time he put it. <clears> on, uh, I guess he got a lot of followers. No, but that was with like a Corvette or something like that, right? Or Lamborghini. No, it was a Lamborghini, I think it was. Was it? No, I don't yeah. know. Maybe it was a BMW. I think it was a BMW. Mm. Okay. Uh, some You're like Fox News. You're throwing all these stuff, the stuff on me that we didn't prepare for. What the hell? Yeah, well, he, he this kid, uh, six people he killed. And somehow oh, he left. Oh, my God. Horrible. Well, yeah. And, and they got him on the house arrest, too. I, I, that, that's one thing I don't understand. Give me this fucking kid, man. No, yeah, no, house probably don't even want. this one, this one's especially since this one looks just like my friend. This <laughs> uh Robert changes <clears throat> his mind after seeing employees gun. This is <laughs> why would look, this is this looks just like his face is exactly like my friend's face. It's so funny. But um, I sent him the picture too. 
You got to kick out of it. But uh, this is in Houston, Texas, by the way. Why would anybody do come in guns a blade? This is taking place at a at a car dealership. You see, it's an open carry state, my friend. I know everybody's got a gun. And what do you first? What are you going to steal from a car dealership? A car. So you you go you go inside or you steal it from the outside? Maybe Um, he wanted the one on the showroom floor. Maybe it was the last. Him and his buddy pulled up. In a, in a Mercedes, one got out, oh, asked, wow. asked to do a Shocking. Test, test drive, and uh, with a paper plate <laughs> on it, by the way. <laughs> Listen, I always said it. If they weren't stupid, we'd never catch them. So, yeah, yeah. But this guy, when he saw the other guy's gun, though, he smiled, and then he walked out. <laughs> he said, I was only kidding, bro. Peace. Yeah, yeah, he just bailed the fuck out. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Oh, this is a story you sent me. <clears throat> Syracuse police chief Kenton Bucker, Buckner resigns days after video surfaces of officers' encounters. If you haven't seen this, folks, this is uh, – we'll see the video right now. You can't – I mean, it's like a five-minute long video. Yeah, I know, but we'll just watch a little piece of it. It's kind. Of, it's actually kind of disturbing. I, I don't know what the, what they're doing. I mean, hopefully you'll be able to uh, – where are we? Race? Well, I don't know if you saw the whole, whole thing. I didn't see the whole thing, but okay. – so it's not disturbing. What are y'all doing? It's not disturbing. That's what I'm doing. Hey, like a baby to me. Why you? Why you? That's what I'm doing. I don't know what you're doing. I just see you snatching my part. So what? So what's going on then? If you break into your house, you steal something. Nah, man. What is that? A bag of chips? So y'all treat me like a whole cold-blooded killer? Keep walking, dude. You don't even know what you're keep talking about. Keep walking. I, dude, I, I know what I just came up and see. I know what the fuck I just came I up and it. see. Yeah, what you I, I see y'all snatching him up the bike like you're a fucking grown-ass man. It wasn't him. And he said it wasn't him. What is y'all doing? What is y'all talking about? Oh, he said it wasn't him, so obviously it wasn't him. What is y'all doing? What is y'all doing? Take the fucking chips. If you stole some chips, I'll pay for them. I'll pay for them. You don't even know where he lived. Y'all just throwing him in the fucking car. That's what they do. <laughs> what is y'all doing? Leave him alone. No camera. That's all we can. You can Okay. Yeah, so you know okay, more about so, this case tonight. So, yeah. So. so 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 this kid, first of all, that asshole that was filming, one like second, every asshole. Wait, wait a second. Let me see if this works. All right, go ahead. The asshole that was filming, like every asshole that films the cops, right, when they're trying to do their job had no idea what was going on, right? Mm -hmm. He took what he saw with his stupid face and he made it an issue. The cops Mm -hmm. knew this kid. They had taken him several times back to his mother. The whole video shows the cops never cuffed him. They took him. They put Mm -hmm. him in the back of the police car. He was motherfucking the cops, right? Mm -hmm. This kid's 11 years old. He's Mm -hmm. motherfucking the cops, cursing him out, screaming about it wasn't him. It was him. The store owner called on him. It was him and his friends. And these cops had knowledge of this kid they brought him back to his mother several times and when they got there the father was finally home and the cop told the father your your wife acts like she does not care i know your son i know him on a first name basis he the kid calmed down they they the rest of the body cam shows that they're sitting in front of the they're standing in front of the house they have a conversation and the officer tells the kid hopefully the next time we see you we'll be able to talk and shake hands and have a civilized conversation because you were wrong and the kid said he knew he was wrong so mm-hmm. the kid, the cops did nothing wrong. They took him home. That's what they were supposed to do. They never arrested him. They mm-hmm. never handcuffed him. They didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It was that was it was community policing one on one. What they did. All right. So why did the, the the this guy from Syracuse resign? What's his freaking name? Buckner. So the, the the that guy is he was applying to be like the Portland police chief or somewhere in Washington State. Um, he's, he's, he bounces around to departments. He's only been with the Syracuse department a couple of years before that he was a chief down South somewhere. So, um, you know, it's all part of this woke. you know, he he probably was afraid he was going to get fired, right? Because Mm -hmm. everybody's losing their mind over this and he probably didn't even see the whole fucking body cam himself because if he would have, he would have realized. You think, you think he was, uh, just this, this, trying to distance himself away from the situation. He's, he's being a coward. He's not, it sounds like a move. Uh, sounds like a move. A lot of people are doing right now. Like whenever you see these people bail out, like right, right in the infancy of an investigation. Yep. Yep. You know, that's interesting. The cops did nothing wrong. Nothing. Well, I knew that they didn't cuff the boy and I knew there was uh, more to the story than, than met the eye. Uh, unfortunately, uh, this other this other 
like you said, asshole shows up with his camera. It would have been nice if he pulled him over to the side and said, listen, we're just, we're just trying to scare the kid. Uh, so he stopped stealing. But we're bringing him home to his mom. We, we've been there before plenty of times. So just relax. Calm down. So it's, we're just putting on a show for him. You know, plenty of people. I'm sure this happened to you, too, when you were on the job. Um, I've had people when I was in uh, on the job ask me like, "Oh, can you come over and scare my kid?" I was like, "No, that's not my no, fucking, I'm, I'm not, not scaring your shit. kid." No, no, no. Well, let's no. say he calls my bluff. What am I gonna do? Really put him in jail? Not only it's that, not the like way it works. And and I hated like you know, oh, behave yourself, or the cops are gonna take you to jail. Guess what? When your kid is lost or he needs help, he's not gonna call the police. Or he's not gonna look for us. Don't do that shit. We're not we're not here to raise your kid. Raise your fucking kid. This is what I say about this violence interrupter program. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Violence interrupters are parents. We don't need violence interrupters in the street. But violence interrupters are being a parent to your kid, whether you live with them or not, whether you're divorced or whether you're married to your mom, his baby, your baby mama. Be a parent to your child. That's it. They, it's not our job to raise your kid. It's not. It's not. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. And then a lot of these videos that are people <clears throat> taking, they come in, in the middle of the event, uh, the end, and then they're quick to share it. And it always, it never works in our favor. Yeah, always. So um, th that's something people, civilians should be aware. Before you rush to judgment, actually try to figure out, you know, how long has this been, incident been going on? Uh, did I, am I seeing the full picture here? They won't. They won't. They won't. They don't care because it's pushed. It's pushed. Look at that. Did you see the guy that got assassinated in Atlanta? The security yeah, I got guard? The, hold on. Hold his... on. I got that. Are you getting to that? I'm sorry. Watch that. This guy. Mess up a wet, you mess up a wet dream, bro. Sorry, <laughs> no segue. Sorry, buddy. Uh, where is it? Please, please. I'm, I'm fired up now. I'm fired up. I gotta defend my cops. This is bad. This is really bad. In the light of day, the situation only got worse from there. Let me start from right the now, Atlanta police after a man was gunned down in the light of day, the situation only got worse from there. Right now, Atlanta police need your help finding five people. You see them there on your screen. The shooter, a man who sat nearby as the man was killed, and three others who came up on the man's body and seemed to have stolen from them as he lay there on the ground. All of this happening Savages. on Avenue in Atlanta. And then right now, Jennifer, I'm going to walk our viewers through the video Atlanta police just released hours ago. It may be disturbing for some viewers, but it can hopefully help find the killer. This is 51-year-old Anthony Frazier a security guard. He has no idea he has just 15 seconds left in the land of the living. He's an unfortunate target. It happened Monday in broad daylight at 387 Cleveland Avenue Southwest, just blocks from I-75. Watch closely as Frazier steps out of his SUV. There's a guy behind him in a black long sleeve t-shirt ball cap and camouflage backpack. Police say without hesitation, Frazier is shot in the head. After gunning him down, the suspect appears to rifle through the victim's belongings. Investigators say this heartless criminal seems unfazed by who may be watching and continues to possibly take whatever he can. Do you recognize this guy? As he walks away, notice the witness who saw it all go down sitting on the curb. He didn't run as the unknown shooter walks by. He appears to acknowledge him. The witness sits there even after the suspect appears to drop a handgun. Then that witness walks by the victim, shaking his head. Before you know it, three more people show up, and one appears to possibly search Frazier, too. It sounds like they might have been all in cahoots together. I just, <clears throat> and I, I put it on my, my Instagram and my Twitter the other day. After this happened, like, you know, is this the reason there were riots and, and looting in Atlanta the other day? Oh, sorry, it wasn't the cops that shot him. What? When are these people, they, they, they virtue signal and pretend they give a shit about black lives. What did I miss? That was a black man assassinated by another black man, and he was robbed. His corpse was robbed by black people. I mean, that's why I say it all the time. I will always support black lives. I will never support Black Lives Matter. It's a farce. I'm sorry to bring it to that point, but these people don't give a shit. Like that guy was executed in cold blood and nobody batted an eye. There was it was not even on, on all the major news networks. I bet it's that disgusting. guy parks there every day. It's disgusting. Man. And I bet those people there have peeped them all the time. Um, 
maybe even he floors some jewelry in the past because that guy comes around the corner, spots him. He knows what time he comes to work. Oh, there he goes. And somebody told him, yo, oh, he's man. here now. He's here now. He's here now. And, he, and, uh, and because then they all come like roaches afterwards, too, and go through his pockets. Disgusting. And who knows? Maybe maybe that guy, uh, I don't know what he was a security guard for, but maybe part of his job was getting rid of these people from the front of the store or tell them to take a freaking walk. And, um, it's disgusting. You know, they called the guy with the gun. And and his family has his assassination, his ambush, murder, captured on video for the rest of their lives. They'll be able to see it. It's disgusting. It's it's yeah. horrible. That's just horrible. Eric, yeah. Milwaukee civilian says even Eric Adams is done with BLM. I think anybody who still believes in BLM is a communist. Uh, they're not. They're not Stupid. American. They're not. Don't wish. It's a lie. Everybody knows it's a lie. The only people who and they don't care. It's a lie. They, nope. Because they're communists. They're buying mansions. They're buying. They don't care. They're living off the fat of the land. Well, this brings up another point. FBI's 2020 crime report shows record increase. <laughs> in other news, water is what? Massive <laughs> increase in black Americans murdered were the results. We're talking about um, murder amongst blacks. Black on black crime is up 32% nationwide. And uh, it's, it's, it's a sad because, you know, you try to explain this to people. Um, and it's like, are you not watching the news? Like every single day, uh, these people that get shot, they get stabbed. Uh, they're they're all happening in in the bad neighborhoods. We got bad neighborhoods again, and they're all people of color. Yeah. And uh, the same people that you know, the people that are calling for defund the police and 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 all this shit, they don't live in those neighborhoods. No, those limousine liberals, I call them. They're limousine liberals. They get in their limos and they go to their mansions or they go to their houses in the suburbs or they have their police protection, and the people that they're releasing under the guise of social justice or criminal reform are black and brown people back into black and brown neighborhoods to, to victimize black and brown people. It's, it's, it's stupid. It's, it's ridiculous. And, and you know what You know what gets me, too, is that I take no pleasure in saying this. This isn't funny to me. This isn't like, ha, 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 look at what you guys are doing to each other. It's tragic. It's horrible. Like, I have black nieces and nephews, like, this is disgusting. It's it's it, it takes no I mean, pleasure in pointing this out. It's, it's, we we're talking about in New York City, in Brooklyn, in the Bronx, shootings horrible. in broad daylight, gunfights, innocent victims getting killed, and uh, I know Eric Adams is you know he's he's unleashed the um, <clears throat> the anti crime or what the the new name whatever they call it, but they have made I'm trying to think of 130. Gonna, they're I'm taking guns. Of... They they release the, the. There was a story in the post yesterday. They're releasing them back out yeah. into the street, twenty four yeah. to forty eight hours after they're arrested with guns. Do they Why? give them the guns back though? Yeah, they they, they should <laughs> right. They oh wait, well. wait, you forgot they something well. yeah. here. Right here. here, here's your gun. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to inconvenience you. Social justice, criminal justice reform, the corrupt criminal justice system that allows these animals back into society. To keep victimizing people, it's disgusting, and 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 it, it's not only the the civilians, right? You're thrusting police into the middle of this violent war, right? This because it's a war. We're about Ukraine. We're at war here, good versus evil in the United States. It's been years. You thrust police into the middle of this. Look, we had a cop killed yesterday in South Carolina on a domestic violence call. It's just it's constantly, constantly. It might have been North Carolina. Constantly, constantly happening. It's constantly happening. All right. Uh, on a sad note, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to our condolences go out to uh, firefighter Timothy Klein, who lost his uh, life in a, in a blaze in Brooklyn. He got separated from his colleagues. It was a house fire. His father was also a retired firefighter. This is him in action, 31 years old. Horrible. Our hearts go out. Police off the cuff. Uh, uh, we want to just send our condolences to his family. Very, very sad story. Yep. Um, what do you say? You know, I had a really good friend that died. He was a firefighter. He died in a house fire too. Some of these house these house fires are so so dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you you're trying to do the right thing and save save somebody's life. Some of these uh, houses are abandoned. 
and they're going in there. On a lighter note, if you got to take a dump and you're on the Garden State Parkway, <laughs> Frank Sinatra gets Garden State Parkway service. Beautiful. You know what they say? It's now or never. <laughs> I did it My on the highway. <laughs> what the and, hell? Uh, let me see what I, I got. Uh, there's one more video here. I got two more videos. I forgot what this one was. Let me just go through it real quick. Uh, South Carolina man performs. Let's see what this. Uh, what is this? Right shoulder. Investigators say Brown and his oh. family went to the Hollywood Wax Museum oh, this is cool. Saturday night. When the group was spooked by an attraction, one person fell down. In the <laughs> scramble, one slid across the floor and hit Brown in the foot. <laughs> Investigators say Brown, thinking the gun was a prop, picked it up and fired it. They also say that one of Brown's children told Brown the gun was real, but Brown still allowed his 15-year-old son to keep it. Brown is charged with contributing to the delinquent <sighs> minor. The victim asked the judge to reconsider Brown's charge. Investigators still don't know who the gun belongs to. There is a person in this courtroom. That guy was in a haunted house, and um, <laughs> he, and he shot one of the scary people. <laughs> Imagine that, right? Oh You're, my God! Oh shit! I just deleted it. Wait, damn it, man. I wanted to show you this video. I just, why, why did I delete it? Let me see if it's still here. Let me see something. <laughs> he shot one of the people that were supposed to scare him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't have it anymore. I'll show it to you next time. I, I did this video for BuzzFeed, and which it's like a, a drug dealer, a former drug dealer, and he's got to pick out who the undercover cop is. And they had five <laughs> people there. I was going to show you a piece of it. I'll show it on Thursday. It's pretty funny. But the thing has, I don't know, uh, 1.5 million views. Ooh. Yeah, we're not even kidding, bro. BuzzFeed. Uh, Viral. Nice. It's, it's a weird thing to know that, you know, that <laughs> uh, over, I mean, obviously, you know, because I never think that way when it comes to like TV shows. I've been on Law and right. Order, SVU, FBI, all these different shows. More people are watching those, but just this little video. What about your Pornhub stuff? Yeah, that? that's, that's, uh, <laughs> That's not doing. That's not doing so well, though. That's not. That's not doing as well. Anyway, uh, we're coming to the end of the hour. What do you got? You got anything to plug? Uh no, nah, I got my. Uh, uh, it's in my DNA Puerto Rico shirt on from my good friend. Uh, her and her man own a website called Batas and Boxers. Um, you can find them on Instagram, Twitter, uh, online. They got a lot of cool uh, cultural stuff on there, so check them out. They do. They push Brooklyn and Bronx uh, urban wear. Show it again. It's in my DNA. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Boricua flag. So right. it's good. It's good. It's a good company. Um, she's a good. She's a good lady. Good friend of mine. Her and her man. So batas and boxers. Check them out. Batas and boxers. That's nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Folks, if you're not doing anything Friday, uh, what is it, Friday night or Saturday? Saturday night, I'm going to be up up north in New Windsor. Oh! Is that close to you? Yeah. Yeah. Ducktown Restaurant, comedy night. Saturday, April 30th, I'll be with uh, Jason McLaren, Larry DiGregorio, who's also a retired member of the service. Uh, what is it? Doors open at 7, showtime is at 8 p.m. So if you're not doing anything this Saturday, uh, I'm going to also share. I, I have shared it on social media. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun night. I'm going to make you laugh. And uh, if, you're not, if you're up there in God's country. And uh, also, too, this Thursday we have a special show coming up. Um, this <laughs> this guy's interesting. Uh, my guest will be Joe Badalamente. He's a retired NYPD police officer, an actor, a comedian, a writer. And when I first got on the job um, and I started acting and doing comedy, every if I had a nickel for every single time somebody asked me, hey, man, do you know Joe Badalamente? And I, I would always have to say, no, I haven't had the pleasure yet. And um, I just figured I would bump into the guy. I mean, we're, we're traveling in the same circles I don't need to seek him out, eventually be on the same show together. And for 25 years, I'd never met the guy. Mm. And then all of a sudden, the other day, 
I'm on Facebook and there's, there's a friend suggestion. So I just reached out and I was like, all I did was like, Hey Joe. And then as soon as you saw my name, he goes, Mark, is that you? And I was like, yes, Papa, it's me. <laughs> I miss you. So well, it's like yeah, a love yeah. story. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. Getting I, was, I'm, I just, I'm getting jealous. I, just I always felt like, you know, we should have uh, reconnected. Oh. That's Joe Badalamente. Uh, really, really funny know. guy, writer. I he's still know. writing. Uh, he still acts, uh, and he's retired from this job, and that'll be my guest this Thursday night. Also, uh, before we split, I just want to say that uh, if you're a fan of the show, please do us a favor. Uh, if you haven't yet, if your name's not in green, and you'd like to have it in green, wondering who these green people are, well, those are people who've joined up, and they have uh, part of a YouTube membership. And if you're not interested in doing that, you want to give your money to Patreon, we'd love to have that some of that money too. Patreon is patreon.com. Police off the cuff, patreon.com. Uh, we have three tiers there. We also have some uh, really cool merchandise. And uh, the show's going well, man. Bill's doing his thing. We're doing ours. Come up Monday <clears throat> and Thursday nights. You're back from all your vacations. Any surgeries coming up with tattoos that we need to know about? Not yeah, I might get penis reduction surgery before the year's out. I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, you too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Can they save it and, and use it for somebody else? Much needed. <laughs> oh, yeah, anyway, yeah. to all the people in the chat that uh, took the time out to listen to us tonight, Angel and I really, really appreciate it. And we'll be back next Monday with uh, the week in policing. And uh, no, the weekend crime and policing with Angel and Meso and and Mayo and Meso and Mayo. <laughs> Angel Goodbye. and Angel Bendiciones. and Meso. Adios. All right, bye everybody. <laughs> I'll see you Thursday. Have a good night.